This is Dr. Andrea Thompson, your Miss Canada Global World 2021-22, and you're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. Butler. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. I'm so happy to be here with you on today, my dear friends. And uh, we have a young lady with us today who has been performing since she was a teenager back in the 60s. In fact, um, uh, I read that Aretha Franklin said that she had some of the best vocalist uh, background in the world. And this young lady was included in that uh, salutation from Aretha Franklin. And I tell you, the most beautiful thing about uh, my guest today is I've heard her my whole life. One of the um, one of the, the the things in in musical the musical uh, theorem is that uh, music is really the silence rather than the notes that you hear. And definitely, this young lady is not in the silence, but she is definitely makes the notes and the music we heard very important in our lives. So I'd like to welcome on Moments of Grace, Miss Pam Vincent. Welcome, Pam. Hello, thank you, Doctor Butler. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, wonderful to have you here with us on Moments of Grace. I've been on pins and needles waiting for this interview because, uh, like I said, you know, you have been uh, without me knowing it. You have been in my my whole my life, my whole life. I've heard your voice in, in, in some of the most iconic songs with some of the most iconic singers, as well as your own group. So you've been a part of my life as you've been a part of so many American and so many people around the world's lives. So uh, with that said, would you introduce yourself, Miss Vincent? Yes. Well, I'm Pam Vincent, and I've been singing since I was a teenager and on so many different recordings um, from working with James Brown, the great James Brown, but Aretha Franklin is definitely at the wow. top of that list. Right. Aretha, yeah, James Brown, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, all of the greats, all of the greats. Um, Motown being from Detroit, Michigan, I grew up with that Motown sound and it was just like a given for us to be able to go and see all of the Motown acts at the Fox Theater and wow. we just, it was just a given. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Well, awesome. Uh, So Pam, you know, you, you've been singing since you were a teenager professionally. Was there anything else that you wanted to do in your life before you, you got into music? Uh, Maybe as a little girl, maybe you want to be a nurse or doctor. Was it anything else that you, you, you thought about doing before entertaining? Well, you know, I thought about, I think when I was a real little girl, I used to always say, I want to be a nurse. I got you. But I, I never really wanted to be a nurse. I think that's just because that's what people were saying. We'll say exactly. <laughs> but I think I was destined to be a teacher, which I okay. still am right, right now. I teach fifth and sixth graders voice lessons. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I have voice classes and I teach private lessons, children to adults. And I was always... I remember as a kid, I always had like a little blackboard and I would have my little <laughs> friends from down the street. Okay, you're, you're the students, I'm the teacher. Right, I've right. always been like that. Right. So um, then I, I, I actually went to Michigan State University and I was okay. going to be an elementary school teacher in music, but then my career took off 
Gotcha. So much that I I couldn't stay there. I mean, my career was calling me. I got I got you. I got your destiny was calling you because you yes, it was. you have done some great things. Now, I used to live in Augusta, Georgia, and it was um, it was very common to see uh, Brother James Brown. And, you know, it, it, he used to go to church's chicken right there on uh, right there on Laney Walker Boulevard. And he didn't have a big entourage or anything. And it wasn't nothing for us to walk up and speak to him. You know, he was just that kind of really? guy. So how was it to work with with uh, James Brown? Well, you know what? We actually never got to meet James Brown. Okay, gotcha. His voice was on the album. Gotcha, and gotcha. when we got to the studio, we just, you know, arranged like back the backup up. vocals, the background vocals. and um, But we actually did a performance in Augusta, GA, now, now that you mentioned that, with uh, Peebo Bryson. Okay. When my group Randy was on the road with Peebo. Right, right. And we, we did a performance in Augusta, and we were talking about when we were there, this is James Brown's hometown yeah you know. that was his stomping ground like i said yes. he yeah. was very personable and uh mm -hmm. you know i think what he what he ex exhibited on the screen and and through his music was part of his personality like i said it was nothing to walk up to him and wow. and speak to him and show and he showed just as much love to people in augusta commoners like myself wow. as he did anybody else he was that kind of person he really was he really was no big entourage or bodyguards and nothing. it was you know augusta was home you know I, I guess I guess kind of like Detroit is for you. So, you know, um, being from Detroit and so many icons uh, have come out of Detroit. And, you know, like you said, Smokey Robinson and and that Motown sound. How was it to, to be in that? Because, like I said, I'm a child of the 60s. So you can imagine just hearing though you know of course they they weren't icons then you know what i'm saying the temptations all weren't right, icons right. then it was just our music you know that's right and so that's how right. was that how was that it had to be a great experience it really was but you know what i i think it was more like i was so in it gotcha. that you know even though i was going to see them at you know during doing shows then on the other hand i was like i did a lot of sessions at Motown. Okay. Um, but not um not with any of the like we didn't sing with the Temptations or do any background vocals for them. We did later in life we were on uh one of Smokey Robinson's albums. Okay. And uh like I said, work with uh Stevie. We worked with him in the studio. Ooh boy, that's that's a tough one working with Stevie. Well now we're gonna get we're gonna have to get into that now. I ain't gonna let you go with that one. <laughs> That's another conversation. Oh boy, is he ever tough? Because you know he can hear every little thing. You okay, know? So okay. You, you know he's the kind of guy like that was perfect. Now do it again. Right. Well, it was perfect. Why well, we got to do it again? <laughs> you know, but like that. But just to be in that with all of those people, and with me starting from such a young age, and wow. I was just—I mean, I was 14 years old. I was out oh, there singing. Wow. And in the studio with these people. And it was just, you know, like I said, it was a given that I, that's just what I did. You know, my right. sister pulled me in and just, you know, I, I would leave from, I was in junior high school, the end of junior high school on my way to high school. And I would be in class in school and I'd have to I'd get out of school and go right to the studio. I would try and take my books to the studio, trying to do homework in between songs and all of that. But that's just what I did. And wow. just, it just went on. On and on, just nonstop. I've, I've never done anything but sing all my life. Got you. And gotcha. just to be 
in that and with that. And like I said, to go to the Motown Review is like, this is just a bunch of people out of Detroit that are great singers. They got these jams out that's on the radio and we're just going to see them, not thinking like years later, these are just going to be the greatest Icon. entertainers of all time. Right. You know, right. icons for real. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That mm-hmm. is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're part of that history. So it, so it's, so you're yeah. not, you and your sister and, and the, yeah. the, the Vincent sisters. Now, yeah. is that just, uh, I was looking at some photos. Is that just you and your sister or are there two other sisters? No, it's just me and Just the two of you guys. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You you and, and Joyce, correct? Yes. You and Joyce. Yeah, we, wonderful. So she we, so we she had, drug you did. into the business, I understand. She did. She did. And uh and that was it's not that that was her choice originally, but she kind of got just where she was looking for a backup singer. You know, people would call you like at the drop of a hat, they call like Okay, it'd be one o'clock. They'd be like, can you be in a studio like now? Wow. Like in 30 minutes. <laughs> so they got that call. Right. Her and Telma got that call. They normally worked with some other young ladies because well, Joyce is, is older. So I was like the little sister. So they normally work with other ladies, uh, the ladies that Hot Butter Soul with okay. Isaac Hayes. They're good friends of ours. Wow. And the Andantes that did all of the Motown stuff. They're like all our girlfriends. Right, so, right. When they got this call that day, they did not, um, they they called around trying to find a third person because, I mean, Joyce and Telma were girlfriends, so right, they were right. hanging out all the time, just sitting at the house, hanging out. They get this call, like, we need you in the studio now. They had nobody. Nobody was available. Okay. They made phone calls. Uh, they called Pat Lewis. They called Jackie Hicks. They called all the other known backup singers because we all got along it wasn't any kind of rival thing going on with the backup singers in detroit because we all did that we interchanged hey i'm you know i need another girl are you available one of my girls is not available today it didn't matter just because we all could do the job so they could not find another singer that day so then my mom thanks to my mom she just told Joyce, because Joyce was like, Mom, we can't find a third girl to go in the studio. Mom was like, you better take Pam. She can sing. <laughs> Joyce is like, she's just a kid, Mom. She said, but just take her. She can sing. Right. So they were like, they didn't believe. She didn't believe my mom. She was like, let me try another. Oh, let's call Joyce. Let's call Doc. Let's call. They were calling everybody. And then they couldn't. So she had to take me. So gotcha. then she does, she does this. She says, and you better not mess up. <laughs> That's what she said to me before we went in the studio. I was like, woo. So, yes. And the rest is history. I went in there. It was like, I guess because I had listened so much to them singing. Right, right. And I just had a natural knack for it, natural talent, because our dad was a jazz uh, musician, jazz really? bass player. Okay. So there was always music at the house. Yeah. Right, right. And, and he had rehearsals at the house, and they had female singers. And, you know, we're sitting there soaking all this in, me and Joyce as That's kids. Right. I mean, I was probably five, six years old, listening to that stuff and listening to my dad. And then he played all kinds of music in the house. We had jazz, we had gospel, we had, of course, our, we, we liked our R&B, R&B and our Motown right. and all that right. stuff. So yeah, so we were just very well-rounded musically. And so the music was just in us. So right. by the right. time they called and wanted me to come in the studio to do you that, ready? I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there telling them what to say. There you go, I ain't no lightweight. Your note, and that's your note, and you know they were like, "How do you know this is? I can just hear it, right? You know, right?" So it was natural for me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what about mom? Is, is, is mom in the business, or does she play or anything? 
Or she no. just managed the three of you guys. Yes. <laughs> As yes, mothers yes. do. Mom was the encourager. She there you was go. Like, you can do it. You go out there and you do it. You know? Right. But our dad used to be in a group when he was in the army. He was with a quartet, so he sang lots of harmony and everything. And he traveled right. around with the the chaplain when he was in the army. Okay. They were the chaplain's singing group, so right, right. He went around presenting them to everybody, going all over town or all over everywhere with the with his group. Right. And then my dad played in bands all the time. So we were just we were just around that. We would go back into Detroit when we would visit after we um, moved to California, and we'd go home and visit. And our dad would be playing at the bar in the neighborhood bar with his band and when we come in town they'd be like oh johnny vincent's daughters are here you know gotta get up and sing so we'd get up and sit in and sing with the band you oh know? wow wow that was just wonderful wonderful history sound like sound like it was very rich rich history very very rich history gotcha very. gotcha gotcha so now pam what was the uh what was the very first album that you sang on you know now the album i don't know what the album album was but i know the very first song that i sang on and this okay. just goes way back it was a guy by the name of james goldfein i don't know if he ever did anything else other than this one song but it was called sweet louie all right never forgot that but okay. that's my very very first song wow. that i did sweet louie gotcha <laughs> joyce you... and i tell you sit and talk about that now that first song do yeah. you ever uh, you ever go back and listen to it just just to hear how your voice is matured and how the song is aged and everything? Yeah, you know, a friend of ours in Detroit, another uh, fellow singer, backup singer, sent us um, a CD with all these songs on it, oh, and that wow. was one of the songs on there. Really? And I listened to it, and I said, you know, we sounded pretty good even back then. We, right. We just, um, of course, little younger voices, but you know, we still sound young now. But of course, <laughs> of course. Know? But yeah, we 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 sang, and it, it sounded good. It's not like we listened back to that and went like, oh God, we were horrible. Right. No, it right. sounded great even then. Got you. Got you. Harmony was there. It was pure, and our blend. We always had a fabulous blend, and, and it do. was there even then. You do. I've had an opportunity to go on some some YouTube and listen to you and your sister singing, and you guys still have that 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 you know. There's something about the genetics. You know, I think the Jacksons have it. You and your yes. sister have it. You know, the Pointer sisters had it. it yes. It's just something. I when I hear it, I call when it's perfect to me. Anyway, when it's perfect, it has that buzz. You yeah. know, that yeah. is something about that genetic buzz, and, and you guys yeah. definitely have it. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful harmonization in your voices beautiful so so as little girls was was that what you did when you were uh when you were playing with your dolls or whatever you were doing would you guys sing together or or your sister would sing with since she's a little older sing with her friends and then you just had to had to sit on the sideline yeah i was sitting on the sideline but i was listening closely there you go <laughs> but the one thing when we were coming up our mom would always have to say because like if we were vacuuming we're doing our chores and the vacuum cleaner's buzzing and it's going yeah. and then Joyce will go harmonize with the vacuum cleaner you know, or any sound that we would hear we had to just harmonize wow. with it and our mom just one day said do you have to sing all the time we were like yes yep. mom we do <laughs> it's, it's it's in you us know? and it must come out <laughs> it, yes it's in us and we were just singing all the time Oh, that is so awesome. That's yes. awesome. Uh, yeah, singing along with the records, you know, all the Motown records. We were singing along and, you know, 
just always. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Pam, I would like to take a little small break and we're going to plug in some okay. uh, some some ads uh, for this this season. You know, it's African-American History Month and we want to plug in some uh, some ads for our, our, uh, our audience. So uh, thank you so much for being with us. And we want to uh, want you to stay with us until after the break. OK. Sure. All right. This is your host, Dr. Ray Jerome Butler, and we'll be right back after the break. We're talking with the incomparable Miss Pam Vincent uh, of Brandy and the Vincent sisters. And also, like I said at the opening, you know, Aretha Franklin said that she was one of the best background singers she had ever heard. So you all stay with us, this iconic lady with this iconic voice. We're going to continue our conversation here on episode one uh, of our interview with Miss Pam Vincent. So stay tuned. Stand by. There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country and this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show, where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. And so we're back. We're back. We're talking with Miss Pam Vincent, who is part of that wonderful, rich history of Motown, you know. And so, uh, Pam, thank you so much for being with us here on Moments of Grace. You know, this is our African-American History Month. And uh, this, is called, this, this whole month we dedicate and we call it Threads in Our Fabric because, um, you know, this nation would not be what it is without us. And one thing I have definitely learned that the rich history and music of this nation, rock and roll, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, all uh, came out of, you know, out of our ancestors. It came out of our legends. It came out of our, our, our culture. And so I'm, nothing has to do with race, but I'm just speaking truth, you know, that we really, really uh, musically helped this nation along to, to grow you know, the civil rights and all of that to grow um, in, in Detroit. And there was, you know, during uh, the time when when you were coming up as a little girl and especially, you know, when I was coming up as a young man, we seen some icons and 
and some some great music. So for you, you know, as a teenager, what was there any music or any song that really spoke to to you as a young lady coming up in Detroit? A specific song? Any song. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, I know there's many, 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 many. I know there's many. Really many, many, many. Gotcha. you. <laughs> Gotcha. Just, just many, yeah. Just, I mean, I, I, I can't off the top of my head just to think of one, one song. I got you. Mention. I got you. You know, I, I um, you know, I, I loved, um, and it took me some years. And in fact, every, I have an eleven-year-old now, and I got thirty-year-olds. So that tell you, I've been, <laughs> we, 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 hey. we, we've been producing for quite some time. We got four kids, and they span across. T- two or three generations a decade oh, so wow. <laughs> but it, it it was it was something to sit down with uh, my younger children when they were in, they're in their 30s now and share strange fruit with them and also even with my 11 year old and share mm-hmm. with her um, that history not, not out of hatred but again uh, wanting her to to understand how far we've come because we we're blessed people as a culture. We are truly blessed. And sometimes yeah. we get too many negative people that want to talk about too many negative things instead of talking about how far we've come. And, yeah. and, and, you know, um, my, my ancestry is out of Arkansas. Um, you know, most of them came through, you know, the slave trades in North Carolina and things of that nature. So, I, you know, Pam, I feel we are the answer to their prayers. And so we've got to live the best lives that we can live for you. And we talked about it earlier. You said you, you know, you, as a little girl, you wanted to be a nurse. You know, at this point in your life, have you, you know, have you hit all the strides that you wanted to hit? Um, or are there more levels that you want to go to? Well, you know, when I was coming up or or doing the backup singing with just everybody, uh, when I was with Brandy, I didn't like. I thought about it. When of all the songs on our album, and we had one album out, crossover to Brandy. Right. And when we were recording that that album, we were picking material to go on the album, okay. and just all of the songs that that we chose because I was not very confident in myself as far as being a lead vocalist. Got you. Okay. I had not, I did not have one lead song on that album. Okay. Now, I mean, and this has only been within like the last 10 years that I'm really, really doing more lead vocals than I've ever done in my life coming up because I've always just been the background vocals. Right, right. Vocal arrangements and everything like that I can do now with our live show with Brandy, I had just some lead vocals, but I think right now, I am better, way better with lead vocals as far as confidence mm. than I've ever been. Because right now I'm, I work with my my other half. I'm, he's not the better half. He's the, he's the other half. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Hollywood, <laughs> Herman Hollywood Dawkins. Gotcha. We are the dynamic duo. So we okay. do performances now. I don't know if you read on any of that or right. came across that. But mm. we, we do shows around. We do private parties and we sing at nice restaurants, you know, the upscale restaurants. And I'm just like singing. I, I can't believe myself. 
the way that I'm singing and my repertoire of songs. I never had anything. I've had people over the years would call and say, hey, we need a lead singer. Can you do this show? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know songs. I mean, I don't know the lyrics to songs because I never had to perform like that. I right. can sing a background part all day long. Right, right. But I mean, as far as having a repertoire of music, like people can just step in with a band and sit in and sing like, okay, uh, hit at last in the key of E or whatever. I never could do anything like that because I didn't have that kind of repertoire. I do okay. now. Right. But, so that's that's as far as what you're saying, like hitting my stride. Right, I mean, exactly. that's right now within the last 10 years. Now doing that, just being a lead vocalist, just right. out there, just... So that's that's kind of new for me. Well, within a 10 year span, that's kind of new when you've been singing for 50 years. Exactly. I got <laughs> you. Know? you. So, I got yeah, you. So I'm I'm doing that now. I'm like I said, I'm just really, really happy with myself doing that. And um, I've always been doing vocal arrangements. I just okay. that just just comes so naturally for me. So. I, I just finished last night. I'm working on a song these guys recorded in the UK and I'm going to drop those background vocals on that because I just came up with that arrangement and just still, just still doing what I do. Got you. And, Got and you. Loving it. So yeah. Yeah. And then, well, just now it's, well, that's been a while too that I, I told you that I'm actually a, a vocal teacher. So being able to give back to there these you youngsters. Go. Exactly. And teach them what I know. Right. Right. And, and and that's what I'm doing. And I'm just pleased with that. I've come across some amazing little young people okay. because I started so young. I mean, I got some 10 year olds that are just like awesome. Just just make you sit back and wonder where in the world did that baby yeah. get that sound at, at that age? <laughs> they haven't been around long enough to learn all of this. And I mean, I got these kids are playing piano and and singing. And so my thing is, like, if I can grab some of these kids and wow. develop them now, right. It's so gratifying for me to be able to just teach them what I know. I got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. Now I've had a, I've had a lot of um, a lot of artists that I've talked to over the years. Some background, some have, some have been you know leads. And one of the things that they have brought up was you know when they got in early, they didn't have mentors about the business side. So, you know, so Joyce was there already and you, you had Thelma and, and others that were in the business. So when you came in, did you have did you have mentors in the business side of the the the, the singing that you were doing? Did you have people that, that kind of mentored you or you had to learn the hard knocks the hard way? Right. Yes. Yeah. There was yeah. nobody coming in saying, well, do this or do that or whatever, because you know what? We just recently found out my group Brandy. One of the ladies in Brandy, Donna, Donna Davis Sadler, right. she pulled out our contract that we signed for when we recorded our album. Right. After all of these years, because we're saying, okay, now they're starting to pay royalties right. on things that we've done from years back. Well, we signed this contract, and little did we know that that contract said, Later on down the line, you will never be able to claim any any royalties on any of this stuff that you're saying on. Now, if we had and a mentor back then, they would have told yeah. us, no, don't it, sign that. Exactly. But we didn't know. We didn't know. So, wow. And wow. That, 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 goes, that was with a lot of people. I mean, even. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, just so many people. When, and it still goes on now. I mean, with the people that it's like, how, how can you hear about? An artist, you're hearing their records. They've got yes. hit, after hit after hit after hit, 
and and they're broke. And they're still living in the in you know I know I think it was um either Boys to Men or, or one of the male groups after their third you know album that was was breaking records was still living with their parents in in the projects. You know, because their contracts were so, yes. you know, so diametrically different than what they were putting out, you know, and what they right. were producing. So so it happened to you ladies as well with, with your song. So when when you guys signed a contract, you know, was it just you didn't know any better. But I'm saying was it that we were just so excited or did you not get a chance to read it or anybody well, read it with you or there's lawyers sitting there and they're saying that for the other side and they say oh you guys this is what this says and this is what they're saying you'll be fine or how did that go yeah no lawyers okay of course we didn't have any lawyers or anything and i mean we had somebody that was acting as manager but gotcha. obviously didn't catch that right exactly so and and then at that time we weren't thinking about i mean that back then yeah. I mean, your contract will say like if the if it's sold you would get maybe like a half a cent or something like that mm -hmm. on uh, per however many copies. I mean, it was, you know, we were just there to sing. Just yeah, just we're just we're just gonna record, and that's what we did. We didn't have the business end of it really together like that. Like I said, a lot of people didn't, and that's how so many people in the business would get ripped off. Yeah, because you don't know. You know exactly, that's exactly. Yeah, you don't exactly. know what you don't know. You know. Well, now, how was, you know, you, you mentioned Brandy. And so how was that to, you know, you guys were practicing and traveling and, and had this 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 wonderful album that you did. Share with us that experience. And, and then after that, you know where I'm headed. I'm heading to Stevie Wonder. So let's oh. let's get through the let's get through the nice stuff before we, <laughs> before we we head to the great one. So really? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Ooh. So with Brandy, okay, right at, I, there was a time in my life where I was just, I was working with just so many people. Then I, so when Joyce and Telma left to right. go with Tony Orlando and Don, right. uh -huh. and we were doing all the session work. Right. Then I had to find somebody to replace them. Okay. Both of them left and it's just me. Right. So I'm like, I gotta find somebody because my phone is ringing every day. First, mm. uh, we need you for a session for today. We need you. When can I? So let, let me stop you for for a moment, Pam, because it's amazing how life is. Because early on, Joyce was doing that, trying to find somebody, right. and now you have been in the business so long. Now it's your turn to yes. try to find somebody. Isn't it wonderful how life is? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Exactly. So now I gotta find somebody to replace them. Right. So <laughs> our reputation for doing the studio work, I mean, we're doing great work. Impeccable. There, so I gotta get somebody that can that can fill it fill their shoes. Right, right. So I'm searching and searching and trying all, all these different girls. And I was doing major work with Don Davis out of United Sound Studio. That mm, that was like home for me. Yeah. I was there so much and I was bringing these different girls in, trying them out, trying them out. It's like, no, that's not it. No, she's mm. not the one just so much. And then um, Don Davis just came up to me one day. He said, baby, you got to find me some singers. He's like, in other words, like, you people you've been bringing in, this is not working. This ain't it. I was like, oh. yeah, I mean, I was just like, oh, I mean, I was auditioning people. And then I was taking them on trial and error in the studio. And it just, it was not sounding good. It just wow. was not great. So then our mutual friend, 
Diane mm-hmm. Steinberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diane knew that I was looking because, of course, I, I called her and told her I, I need some girls to go in the studio. So she called me one day and she said, I'm over here working with these girls because Diane and Cynthia had, were classmates. They had gone to school together. Okay. And she called me and she said, you better come over over here and hear these girls i know you're looking for some girls you better come and hear them so they it was a group of three it was donna and cynthia and they had another young lady that was singing with them so i went immediately over there and i sat and listened and i was like "Woo, okay listen to them Hmm." then i was like okay but i only need two of them okay i don't need three girls right right so then they they were rehearsing i sat in on their rehearsal And then one, the one girl left, you know, they mm-hmm. were done rehearsing and one girl left and the other two stayed behind with Diane and I. And then I asked them if they had ever done any studio work. And they said, no. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I need two girls to go in the studio. And if you girls would like to try, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to try you out, you know, if, right. you, if, you, if you're interested. Right. So they were like, okay, well, see, Donna worked for like the uh, state of, of Michigan and mm-hmm. Cynthia was a school teacher. And, right. You know, that they, they had their little things that they were doing and because right. they were, you know, they could sing and they sang in college and did little duet things and stuff like that. That's right. That's right. So then I said, I get a lot of studio work. I get a lot of calls for studio work. So if you girls would like to work with me, I'd like to try. And they said, sure. So I got home that night and somebody called me that night. Uh, I need you in the studio tomorrow. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, now's the chance to try these girls called them we went into the studio it was like magic wow it was like magic and that first song was you can you can look that up it's, it's a guy his name was sonny monroe okay yeah and the song was tears will only make the problems wet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got you <laughs> got you, you that? so that was a mm-hmm. brandy song and after that every day for the next 17 days we were in the studio because okay. the calls will come. That's how the calls will come, just like that. Wow. So 17 days straight. That's why we talk about it now. It's like our first time going in the studio was just a roll of sessions back to back, 17 days in a row. Beautiful. And then it just went on from there. And in that period of time, we recorded so many hit records. When I got with them, it's mm-hmm. like that's where, you know, we started down in United Sound. That's where we were doing the Marilyn McCoy and Billy Davis and the Parliament Funkadelic and and Lattimore and Millie Jackson and you name it. That's where we did the James Brown stuff, made gotcha. the staples. I mean, it just went on and on. Gotcha. And, um, gotcha. Yeah. So Brandy was hot. I got we you. Hot. Uh, yeah, you guys were. Yes, ma'am. The Renaissance Center. We had the the line of people outside the door just. Millions, right. Just, right, right. Well, not millions, but it seemed like there was so many people lined up to go into that lounge to see us. We were That's a class beautiful. act. That's beautiful. Great. And they are still they are still my best girlfriends. I we were all three you. on the phone on the group chat this morning, just chatting away. I got you. Know? you. So Brandy's coming back as soon as this the, pandemic is over. We were we're back. Well with that <laughs> with that said, Pam, would would you tell us how people can get in contact with you because we're going to end this episode and we're going to get begin with our next episode uh with you and we're going to we're going to have your sister joyce with us as well so uh tell people how they can get in contact with you okay i am on facebook okay pam vincent you know i don't know if it's like musician or entertainer or whatever there are a lot of pam vincent got you and then my website is 
www.pamandhollywood.com. Okay, gotcha. And, and spelled out, pamandhollywood.com. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here with us, and we look forward to our next episode here on Moments of Grace on Threads in Our Fabric. Thank you so much, Pam. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Such a pleasure having Pam with us. And I'm telling you, come back for our next episode. We're actually going to have her sister here with us. We're going to have the Vincent sisters here on Moments of Grace. So remember, dear hearts, the love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you in the next episode.